What's been going on so far with Steroid? How long have you been in the market and uh, what kind of adoption are you starting to see? We uh, introduced the product in 2021. Um, that was our first shipment. And um, now, but this was not a COVID play, right? You've been uh, working on this for a long time. Is that right? This, this idea started 10 years before COVID. So it was not a COVID play. Um, and the machine uh, production machine came out about six months after COVID. So we missed a little bit of that by six months. However, the challenge with any type of new product on the market, new technology is education. And up until COVID, we thought the challenge was going to be educating the end user uh, from the inside out, from within our company. Uh, with COVID, COVID helped educate the end user from the outside to us. So there's much more awareness now with um, surfaces, shared devices, and the spread of infectious disease, whether it's COVID or some other um, germ. Uh, fantastic. And so uh, the product's been in the market since 2021. Um, is it primarily uh, healthcare related waiting rooms? What type of applications are well, you seeing? Primarily, um, we start with waiting rooms, healthcare, uh, surgery centers, uh, but really uh, health departments have been a, a, a big uh, seller for us. Um, hospitals, uh, hospitality type arenas, such as hotels. Any place where you're using a pen to register, um, trying to think. We even have some in restaurants. I was going to say, if, if anybody went to the bank anymore, that'd probably be a good application. Yes. I, I can't remember the last time I walked into a bank. But. We, yes, and uh, I've been in banks, and they still have pens on chain, right. and they like to give away their own pens. Okay. So there's there's a little bit of a challenge there, but uh, we're still working on that market. Well, I'm sure there's a branding opportunity for the pens. Yes. So uh, you offer the Steroid device, which can be mounted. It holds the pens. It disinfects the pens. It distributes the pens. And then you also sell the pens are prepared proprietary for this unit? Well, we do recommend that you use the Steriorite pens. Uh, as far as the materials, they're nice pens, but the materials are just like any other pen. There's nothing germicidal about the pen. But you can imagine with 3,000 pens in the market, not every pen will fit in the machine. And then you have problems with jams. And so we recommend you use the Steriorite pen in the machine to pre prevent jams and, and keep the machine working the way it, it should. Uh, other than that, there is a stylus option and a combo pen stylus option that goes into our machine. The machine ships with a 40 pack of pens. We do sell the pens additionally for not a lot of money. It's $14.95, I think, for a 40 pack. So pretty much the, um, you know, a 40 pack will last you quite a long time. So you have the Steroid disinfection and distribution system. You have the pens, you have the stylus, you have the combination pen and stylus. Any plans for future product development? Well, one of the things that we're working on right now that I could share with you, um, my development team wanted to put a muzzle on me, but I'm going to go ahead. And uh, uh, one of my final frontiers as a surgeon, a uh, little bit of a backstory here. As a surgeon, we are required to surgically mark with a marking device the operative site. So if as an ophthalmologist, I'm going to operate on your right eye, I'm going to put a mark above your right eye. Orthopedic surgeons, right hands, left hands, uh, that site needs to be marked preoperatively before the patient is brought back to the OR. That's a, a surgery pen. Yeah. So that's a patient safety initiative. Mm. Commonly what's being used now are very expensive peel pack pens that are used once 
to mark the patient and then thrown away. Mm -hmm. Purchasing agents in hospitals do not like these pens mm -hmm. because they realize how expensive they are and they're just used once and then thrown away. Mm -hmm. That's one end of the spectrum. So what we have in development right now and um, our, our clinically testing is a surgical marking device that goes in the Stereorite um, machine uh, that spits out a clean surgical marker every time. So the surgeon can come in at call for a pen, spits them out a pen, use the surgical marker on the patient, recap it, put it back in the device to be reused again. Um, the backstory on that is there's a big initiative for sustainability and reducing the carbon footprint and surgical waste. Absolutely. And uh, I can attest to the fact that we do one cataract surgery and there is a large garbage bag full of disposable wastes that go to the landfill. Now, the pen is only one part of that, but we need to start changing our mindset um, to be a little bit more eco-friendly as we go forward. Absolutely. That's a, a major initiative uh, in healthcare and, of course, other verticals as well. So with all the experience you've had as an ophthalmologist, professional ophthalmologist in practice, and now as an entrepreneur with Stereorite, um, I imagine that you have uh, seen and experienced a lot of things in relation to infection prevention. Um, based on your experiences, Dr. Wind, if you had a magic wand and uh, could change something about healthcare to improve patient outcomes, what would it be? Uh, wow. How big is my soapbox? How yeah, long yeah. do I have it? It's as big as you want it to be, you know, and uh, you have all the time you want. Certainly, things have changed in you know my 30-plus years in practice. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Technology has changed, and I'm a tech guy, and and I, you know, I value technology, and um, it's been great. You know, people are living longer, life expectancy is is up, and I uh, can't argue with the gains that are made through the technological advances in medicine. Um, however, I don't want to see that replace the human-to-human -human interaction, the physician-to-patient interaction. Um, there's Watch some, out, AI is coming, yeah, uh, Dr. Wind. It's, it's on its way. It's very cool, <laughs> and I have the utmost respect for AI, but there's something I think that human-to-human uh, -human interaction, physician-to-patient relationship um, is a little bit different than something that's offered by a robot. Now, um, certainly through AI, there's certain efficiencies uh, that are achieved, but we have to find a balancing act. We have to find a balancing act. I don't think we want robots directing how we're taking care of patients. The personal touch will always be uh, paramount, right? Well, I guess, but you know, I'm old school. Right. So uh, you have to consider the source. <laughs> okay, well, um, any predictions for the future of infection prevention? Well, you know, it's, it's real exciting what's going on. I think we're going to move into a realm of precision prevention. Right now, you know, we kind of cast a net when we're treating infectious diseases with broad spectrum antibiotics. And I foresee, and this is being done already, we're gonna be attacking the specific genomes of these pathogens. We're gonna be looking at the genetic makeup of these pathogens and going after that genetic makeup, really narrowing our therapeutic modalities for those 
as well as decreasing some of the antibiotic resistance that we're seeing um, you know, out there right now. So how do we decrease our antibiotic resistance? Is it through antimicrobial stewardship? Is it the advancement of new antibiotics? How do you see that emerging? It's yes, yes, and yes. Okay. Um, all of those things. You know, we have to be good stewards of antibiotic use. We just can't go to the doctor and clinically we have a viral illness and we expect the doctor to put us on an antibiotic to make us feel better because it's not going to do anything for the, the viral illness. So we have to monitor how we're using antibiotics. Um, you know, UVC is a good solution. There's been some reports dictating that the way UVC unravels the DNA and RNA in these pathogens, there potentially could be less antibiotic resistance. So that's something that needs to be studied down the road. Right. So um, a pathogen that exp is exposed to UVC, and there have been a lot of studies. In fact, um, the EPA has re released a list of, I think, a couple hundred pathogens that designate the dosage required to kill that pathogen. So it takes uh, more energy to kill C. diff, for example, than maybe MRSA. But we've identified exactly how much energy from UVC is required for these pathogens. And um, being able to target those pathogens, as you say, with UVC, uh, really, if, if, a, if a pathogen isn't destroyed by UVC, it doesn't become uh, resistant to UVC. It just hasn't received enough dosage, right? So, exactly. so it avoids the antimicrobial or antibiotic resistance uh, issues. You just need more energy, more exposure. That's correct. Yeah, it's exciting. Well, wonderful. Well, um, I know that you're going to be uh, featuring the Steroid product at the APEC show in June in San Antonio. That's the Association for Professionals in Infection Control. Um, if people want to find out more about this great product, Dr. Wind, where can they go? You can go to our website, www.steririte.com. Steririte is S-T-E-R-I hyphen W-R-I-T-E.com. Uh, you, there's a info. You, uh, you can contact there us for more information. We'd like to set up demos for you. I will warn you if we set up a demo, when we come to collect the demo, your staff is not going to let us take that demo back. So <laughs> that's what you're counting on, right? That's what we're counting. On. Okay, good. So we're trying to eliminate that clean basket of pens and dirty basket of pens, uh, and that activity that the front office staff doesn't like doing uh, as far as cleaning those pens and. Uh, so this offers a solution for the front office staff as well. It's a great solution, um, an obvious need. Um, and uh, I know I would feel more comfortable being in a facility taking a Sterilite pen than taking a pen from the bin. Uh, Dr. Wind, I really appreciate you being on Clean Talk today. I'm going to put you on the spot. Can you tell me your best dad joke? Oh, wow. You know, I did uh, promise my adult children I wasn't going to tell any dad's jokes, but uh Okay, uh, here you go. What did the eight say to the zero? What did the eight say to the zero? I don't know. Where's your belt? Where's your belt? <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Dr. Wynn, for being on Clean Talk today. It's been a real pleasure to have you here and to learn more about Sterorite. Um, thanks all for joining in today for our 2024 inaugural episode of Clean Talk. Until next time, I'm your host, Brad Whitchurch, reminding you to keep it clean. <laughs>